You guys, I'm so excited. Thank you for tuning in to The Drive Project this week. I have somebody that I think is going to be on all the time. You've already heard her story. She talked about fear. I have Michelle Lee back <laughs> on here, my God. Thank you for having me yes, again. Yes, of course. Shoot. Oh, my Lord. You have so much about you that people just, ugh. That's not like, true. It's true. It's not true. It's true. Okay, so again, you guys, she works for King Five. She's an incredible anchor journalist, mm-hmm. nine-time Emmy Award winner. Merle, I gotta go through the whole Stop. thing. Come on now. Oh, if it was Beyonce, God. do the same thing. <laughs> so come on now. There's no separation. So yes, you're incredible, and you're on the show Take Five, which we love that just launched recently, mm-hmm. and you guys are doing phenomenal. Ah. So thank you, thank you for thank coming you. back on. Um, thank you for having me because <laughs> I just love you. I adore you oh, my so gosh. much. And you are so talented. Oh, There's so much you. I want to talk to you about, but Jeez. not in this format. No, it's yeah. you. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys, I always have like a topic, but um, and today we're going to talk about never give up. Never give up. And I think through life, you can hit moments to where you just feel like, is this going to work out? Mm-hmm. Is this ever going to turn around? Mm-hmm. Um, is this for me? When I mean, when I say, is this for me? Is, is the dream for me? And it, the dream could just be, am I a good mother? Am mm-hmm. I a good father? You know, um, am I a good employee? Am I going to have the opportunity to do something great? And um, greatness is determined in your mind. Mm-hmm. And so um, whatever you deem great is what is great. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted Michelle to come on because she has so many different facets of her life. And she has a personal story that she shared um, on her show, Take Five. And I remember Michelle um, watching it on YouTube. You did? I you watched, watched it on YouTube because I wanted to know more about you. And I was already starting to follow the show. Mm-hmm. And you talked about your pregnancy. Uh-huh. And so I think this story is going to be very moving and listen you may not want to um have a baby but you can apply what she's saying i believe to different areas of your life oh 100 percent, 100 percent. right so the pregnancy was nine years in the making and it really was um a lot of it had to do with career too because usually you sign a three-year contract with a news station okay so you know the first year you're hustling right Right. you're trying to like prove your (laughs) and the second year is really when you're trying okay we could do this yeah but then by your third year you're like you know as you approach that third year you're like well we got to hustle again because where are we going next right so you only have like a short window to really try Mm -hmm. and so we just I mean as soon as we got married we stopped using any kind of you know birth control yes and then it was like, okay, this isn't working, so we go to our doctor. It just we just kind of kept graduating to like right. we would try medications, we would try acupuncture, wow. we would go to the doctor, and then we tried uh, insemination, wow. and that didn't work. And then we we got to Seattle. We were like, okay, it's like now or never because okay. I'm 38. I'll be giving birth look at flawless. 39. Oh, you, you look listen, y'all. So she's you. got beautiful skin. Oh, oh, as I have a zit. <laughs> zit That's called face. life. <laughs> <laughs> Zits are life. It is life. Lots of life oh happening right now. <laughs> and how far along? Because you know, um, right now I am six months. Okay. So I'm almost approaching my. I feel like I think you don't approach your third trimester till you're 28 weeks. 28 I mean, weeks. I don't know a lot of stuff. Right. It's kind of crazy because I thought I knew a lot of stuff about pregnancy. Because mm-hmm. did you read friends, the baby book? That I ge- have that, the book. That general book. That uh, what I feel to like, expect? Right. Yeah. I have it, but I. It's like I read. I skim through it because yeah. I just I get so bored. I re- would rather look at my apps or like talk to my friends. Right. But I thought I knew a lot about what was going to happen to me, and I still don't know wow. a lot. Like there's a lot of stuff that happens to your body that you're like, yeah. what? <laughs> no one told me that. 
Yeah. I was like, oh, my what? God. <laughs> Maybe I would have thought this thing through. Right? It's like, yeah. okay, I can't fit my pants. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, and, you know, also this is not really part of the – we also looked at adoption. Okay. We looked at foster care. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just in my life at the time uh, where we are in our lives – we really looked at like finances and um, IVF was actually the least expensive and okay. it was the right choice for us. Right. But, but I am adopted, so okay. I'm totally for adoption. Exactly. I always feel like I have to say that because I feel like people are like, why don't you just adopt? You right, know, like, right. why didn't you do that for nine did you, years? Okay. Did you feel like that was your choice because you felt like this is not going to happen for me? So um, let's create a dream or create something. I felt like, you know what? Let's try this biological thing as long as we can. Right. And then when it's not, then let's also consider adoption. Mm-hmm. And, there's always been a part of me that's been really open to adoption because I've seen it and I have a really good adoption experience. The, the only thing, and maybe people don't understand this, but this is my truth is that I don't have a biological connection with anyone in my immediate family. So when you have that, you kind of want, when you don't have one thing, you want the other thing, you know? right? Right. So growing up, even though they're little things, but I didn't look like my parents. I didn't know where my right. traits came from because I have experienced like being uh, in touch with my biological family that I know like where some of my habits and right. hobbies come right. from that I could never have explained because you think it might be nurture, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's yeah. like, no, that was nature. <laughs> and so, that's, that's um, what it is. yeah. yeah. Uh, so for me, uh, I really was just kind of yearning for a biological connection. Right. Just one. Just one. Just one, you know? And, but my heart is totally open and wants adoption too. The thing is, I'm just like, now I'm like, gosh, if you live in Seattle, how do you afford anything? So maybe we just do one. I I don't know. Lord, people are like, oh, and we, I have three. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Lord, I have three and I just don't even. They're going to be geniuses. They're going to get scholarships. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) You better. You hear that kids? You better. Yeah. But I just think, I think, I mean, it's expensive now it to is. have a lot of children. Oh my gosh. The days of seven and eight and 20 kids Mm-mm. is not as popular. Now it's like, we got one. Maybe if you live we in Fayetteville, Arkansas, right. or like Springfield, Missouri, exactly. Kansas City. You yeah. Can do, get and you're originally from? Kansas City. Right. Well, if I was, if I talked to, if I said that in front of anyone in Kansas City, they would say, you're not from, Kansas, from Kansas City. City. But for this purpose. Right. Yeah. Okay. About 45 minutes south of Kansas City. So you went through the whole process. How was that like, just like, did you deal with like, it didn't work? It was painful because, you know, you do kind of say to yourself, this might not work, right? Like this mm-hmm. procedure might not work. And then when it doesn't work, you're like, but I really wanted it to work. You right. know, so then you admit those things. And when we did IVF for the first time here, it, we got pregnant. So we were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Oh, my gosh. And then like three or four days later, it was like, it's not going to stay. Like you're going to you're gonna miscarry. Oh. So I remember that. And it was like I get a little emotional because a- it was really hard. Right. You know, so <laughs> they, yeah, no. so that was like, um, you know, because that was our best embryo, and it was our. I, I say that now, my poor if my poor little son ever listens to this, <laughs> no, he'll be like, fine. "What do you mean?" No, it no. was the best looking embryo, and it was our only female. So, um, you know, I had friends tell me like it might not work the first time. I think my body, the doctor said, you know, it was really a fluke because we thought it was a slam dunk. Right. Um, you know, and the thing is, uh, maybe your body just saw it as a foreign object right, and, right. you know, miscarried. 
But um, we, I remember we found out on New Year's Eve, so it was, like, really terrible. Yeah. We were just, like, sitting there watching um, TV, and we would just be in silence, or we would have these, like, um, like these moments where we were both just, like, totally distraught and, like, hysterical. You know, right. it was just, it was, and then, you know, lead, and then uh, you have to prepare your body for right. the next round, right? right. So. Right. So you you do think like well maybe this isn't my dream like right. maybe this isn't um, for, for me, mm-hmm. but and then I was also like I know I'll never get my little girl. <laughs> oh god! I mean that sounds silly no, now. No, but you still, know. that was for you. That was your heart, right? Like you think like oh gosh, like I because in a flash you think of like your life and like what it's gonna look like, you know. Right. So. Anyway, I'm really excited now, yes. um, but I still have a lot of anxiety. Like, is this going to work? Is right. this going to, you know, um, I've had friends tell me they've miscarried at 24 weeks or no, 25, no, you know, and yeah. that's okay. That's the reality. So, you know, I'm 24 weeks in, in on Saturday. So I just get nervous. Thank you. I get nervous because I'm like, oh, please. You know, it's you something know. you can do um, as what you focus on expands. Mm-hmm. So if you choose to focus on what it couldn't be. That's what you oh, will sure. produce. And so just, and I know you know this, mm-hmm. but like I, I know for my wife, um, we had successful firstborn, secondborn, Adeline, mm-hmm. our third, was kind of like the su- surprise <laughs> um, because we decided we weren't going to have any more kids. Uh-huh. And so um, she wanted an SUV and she wanted the seven passenger <laughs> yeah. for Costco. Right. And I didn't understand. I was like, for Costco? <laughs> Costco's gonna pay that bill. Yeah. Costco takes a bill, but right, right. but but she wanted she loves that third third mm-hmm. row, and so I was like okay. But we had decided no more kids. We're good. We're just doing it for Costco. Shout out to Costco. <laughs> so um, w- then like we get the SUV, mm-hmm. and a few days later she goes, "I'm pregnant." I go, "You Costco?" No, no, no. <laughs> but she goes, "I'm pregnant." And I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, Lord, please don't let this be a boy. I mean, if it was yeah. a boy, we always want a healthy baby. You just right, want healthy a healthy baby. baby. That's right. all that matters. Right. But you have a preference. You sure. Have. And so, you know, I was like, if it's a girl. And so um, my wife, and I hope I don't get emotional about it, but mm-hmm. my wife is strong mm-hmm. because um, her numbers were so low. Oh, really? Okay. So low. And I don't know the exact mm-hmm. information. I can't remember now. But I guess a woman has to have so many, like, the numbers oh, sure. to be high mm-hmm. for you to carry. Um, and so her numbers were very low. And so they told her, you're going to go ahead and miscarry the mm-hmm. baby. And um, she said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to focus on positivity and we're not going to talk about it. Because mm-hmm. I don't want the baby to hear. Right. I want the baby to know. And so. Oh, and look at that. And, you know, every week she was, like, spotting. Mm-hmm. And it was tough mm-hmm. because she just said, no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to focus on that. Yeah. I'm going to be fine. And people around wondered, like, is there, I'm going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And now she's five years old. Yeah. Oh, and my so, gosh. And so, and she is full of life. Yeah. But we focused, what we decided to focus our minds on was the possibility of she's here. Right. Versus the loss. And so right. we wouldn't even entertain that thought. Hopefully that helps somebody. But, you know, sometimes you can, it's like, you are you know the body's going through, you're spotting, you're mm-hmm. going through, like you've heard. It's like, I'm just going to, no, I'm going to only. I do believe in the power of prayer, the power of visualization, mm-hmm. the power of faith, you and know, all those still. things. It's very hard. And even, so that's like when you do get a final answer, right. sometimes you're like, oh, I didn't see that coming because I still had right. the faith, you know, that maybe right. it wasn't going to happen. But um, 
But yeah, and so now I need to be positive for this yes. little guy. It's like, oh you my know, God. every day I'm like, okay, he's kicking. You know, yes. or he hasn't kicked for a while. Oh gosh. So, um, so you still so. deal with a little bit of the anxiety of? Oh just- yeah, I think so too. And my doctor even said, you know, IVF patients tend to have a lot of anxiety <laughs> because they've been through so many hoops. You know, right. So I feel. I mean, but if you talk to any parent, I think oh, a yeah. lot of them have anxiety. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, just the fact that it's your first, mm-hmm. so you're super excited. Yeah, I'm excited, scared. Yes. Like now, I'm like, oh, what did I get myself into? Oh god, you got yourself into some sleepless <laughs> nights. Oh, okay, I'm I'm yeah. real and raw. That's what this mm-hmm. podcast. You're going to breastfeed or not? I'm going to try. You're going to try. So, um, yeah, because. Uh, I've learned so much about your body, and right. I just did this interview with Angela Garbus, who's okay. the, who wrote this book called Like a Mother. She's here okay. in Seattle. Okay, and I didn't know that when you breastfeed, your this is going to be maybe Go to for my it. so your nipples like have these like sensors that can sense if the baby is in need of something. Wow. And that can, like, trigger something in your breast milk to respond to that. Oh, my Just God. Just learn that. Can you, God is amazing I how know. he makes that work with the body. Right. So wow. you're So, basically, your body is wonderful, and it creates its own kind of medicine for your, specific to your child. Wow. Yeah. Well, my wife tried, she nursed the first, what was it, uh, I think it was our firstborn, but then she... Uh, then she did the second one, but our firstborn, I don't know what was wrong with his little tongue, but he just would not, um, he was like, I need something else. He went straight to the bottle. So if that happens, just Mm -hmm. don't worry about it. Just give him the other nipple. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm okay with it either way. Cause you know, being adopted, like I was just a a formula baby. So I mean, I could, maybe I could have been much smarter or something, much more smart. I don't know. So, but I'm okay. (laughs) Well, I love it. I didn't really articulate that very well. So yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But I love it because now you're six months Mm -hmm. and it's like, wow. I know. And that's real life stuff, you know? But I was thinking when you said, let's talk about, you know, (sighs) never giving up. Right. I would say a lot of that stuff also, aside from pregnancy. Yeah. uh, Getting to like a place like King 5 in Seattle. Yes. You know, a lot of the, I look around the room, a lot of people are. Um, I mean, there are people who've been here 20 and 30 yes. years. Yeah. And then there are people who've been who've been in the business maybe like five years or less, right, you know. Right. And so I think it's a good balance. But for yeah. me, I, I always wondered if I could ever get to a like top 15 market or right. get to like right. a legacy station mm-hmm. like King 5. And there were times when I thought, okay, maybe this dream isn't for me. Wow. And how can I be happy in the moment where I am now? Right. Because I always was like, oh gosh, you know, I just want to be able to prove myself mm. that I'm a that I'm a capable journalist. Right. You know, yeah. and um, and you would see people leapfrog you, and yeah. you know, you want to be happy for them, right? But also uh, be able to own the drive and maybe, and I always say not jealous, but envious, you right. know, because I always want to be happy for people, but. I, I have no problem being, I have no problem being like, I'm envious. Like, that's awesome. Yes. You know, but I don't want to be jealous. I want to be, but I think envy is okay, Mm -hmm. you know, if it's in a positive way. In a positive way, yeah. I mean, I look back over my life and even with starting this whole project, I could see like just different facets. I'll never forget, um, I was the finalist for the McDonald's Gospel Fest. And Mm -hmm. that's when like, it was like CeCe Winans. Oh, nice. I I was at the Moore Theater. Uh Uh-huh. 
And I had a, I was surrounded around a group of people that I thought were for me. Mm-hmm. I really did. And I was going, I thought we were all going towards the same goal. But then when I got, when I became a finalist, I found out that nobody was for me. Mm-hmm. And it was and so hard. And, and, and but it, I think what, what it, what it did was, is because I wanted my circle to go with me. Mm-hmm. I thought we're going in this together. Right. And sometimes your journey is by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a personal journey. There's only one of you. Mm-hmm. And so I think, that, but what it did for me was it shut down my dream and so I didn't even go oh watch and seriously? and I got a letter saying congratulations you have been selected as like out of the top 10 you're like number two. Oh my god and I'll never know if I would have won and I think that's why there's so many different facets mm-hmm. to never giving up because right. I wish right. I wouldn't have <clears throat> gave up on myself because of a circle mm-hmm. It, and listen, if you but that's ha- that happens to right. people. That happens to people. So that's why that story is important, right? And you don't. Maybe I don't. Maybe you know it now, or maybe you don't know it now. But that somehow impacted you. Yes. For this for where you are today. Right. Just yeah. sit with great people like you. No, you <laughs> stop it. <laughs> oh gosh, thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Oh, made me like, cry. No, I just wanted you to share because it's you have and you'll be back on to talk about other things but I wanted you to talk about that because that touched my wife and we know what it's like to and my mom miscarried actually I think there's so many women who've miscarried who you know don't share and you said there was something about it's actually like it's a you were talking about infertility oh infertility now affects like something like now see I haven't looked at the stats for a while (laughs) you had it on TV was it was it it was like eight and ten or yeah, something. It was I mean, huge. it was a big number, and, and now it's I'm actually like, an issue. It's actually a disease. So, like- so the World Health Organization now calls it a disease. Wow. And see, and that's the thing that people are like, "Oh, just get over it," or you know, like people really right. are are not very sensitive to it. But I think, um, it, you know, it's come to the point now where there are so many things that we need to start thinking about in our right. environment, right. in our food, yeah. Uh, that are impacting. Fertility. Do you avoid certain foods now? Which no, is, <laughs> I mean, I mean, what, what, what the doctor says, yes, right? Yeah. Like I haven't had sushi, but like, right. you know, so what? Like I'm fine with. I'll have a California roll, but yes, you know. yeah. Um, but I, I take my eight ounces of coffee, you know. Right. And, um, but yeah, I, I just think it's really interesting though that there are things that we just can't control. We can't control air quality. We can't no. control what's in our oceans, and you know, we can try to buy organic and things like that. But I mean. They're even saying, like, you know, things in our, like, our clothing. I mean, I know. just a lot and of things. And you get, that builds the anxiety even more. Right. And so you just, there are things that are beyond our control that we, that I personally have not can't do. Right. And also, you know, and marijuana, that's a big one, too. I mean, I'm not smoking. Oh, just God. Like, I should be clear. <laughs> right, right. But, like, uh, exactly. now that it's legal in Washington. That's hard. And it impacts men and the motility of their sperm. Right. So Did y'all hear that? <laughs> so it don't, it don't solve, it doesn't. <laughs> solve everything right so those are the things that like before it was so taboo that there wasn't a lot of research on right. it now that it's legal men are more likely to Apt say to do, okay yeah. i i smoke weed or whatever and th- it's good because there's more data out there available right, right. but yeah marijuana is probably a big a big one for like wow. me, for men and women wow kind of slows the guys down <laughs> it's like bit. are you swimming or are you floating <laughs> we're just hanging out they're like backsliding <laughs> like yeah oh gosh. so Anyway, I mean, I won't drag that on, but there are yeah. a lot of things that, you know, I think infertility will impact more people right. as we age, as we have to work, you know, we 
we right. are working and getting married later, mm-hmm. and then also on top of our environmental factors. So right. never give up. Never give still. up because anything is possible. <laughs> You've heard Michelle's story, and she'll be back on. Yeah. And um, that just, I hope that kickstarts whatever you're hoping to go for, something simple. You've heard practical goals. You've heard her talk about now even with just fear, but here you go. Never give up on what you're believing for because anything can happen. That's right. Miracles still do happen. Absolutely. And Amen. even if the first time don't work, <laughs> try again. Try, try, try. Try again. Try so, and try. Thank again. you. Thank you. Ah, see you guys next time. Love you guys.